Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Not live, not at five. I am Tim Kennard with Positively Wrestling Evolved. My co-host, Stephen Davidson, is with me as always. And we're just two guys who don't know anything about women talking about women's professional wrestling. I messed that up a little bit, but that's okay. It's a, it's a, it's a weird show tonight. Get that out of the way off the top. It's not going to be our regular type of thing um because of schedules and everything else we are kind of in uh, a rush and short on time this week but uh there is one humongous thing that we felt we have to get our thoughts out of and on about there with uh the Sasha Banks and Naomi uh incident event whatever you want to call it uh but first situation hmm? situation situation yeah that's a, that's a good way to put it uh, but we are going to bring you, just so we keep on track, we do want to do our math-based wrestling so that we don't have to be a week behind on that. Uh, we're two uh, we weeks gonna... behind already. I didn't do two oh, weeks that's... of this to not do it. That's true. That's true. So we got to get that in there. We'll still do our May Young, give them a hand awards for the week as well. Uh, but mostly we are just going to be talking about uh, the situation that developed Monday at Monday Night Raw. But uh, first, uh, how how's your week been, Steve? Uh, it's been all right. Summer school is fully in session, so I'm back to work. Uh, and uh, it's going pretty well. Summer school is a little more fun, I think. The classes are small and more relaxed and just more fun. So, uh, you know, getting up at six again. But ah, I can do it. I've done it. I did it for 15 straight weeks. I can do it for three. So, Doing all right, doing all right, but a little dismayed over the whole Sasha Banks situation. Got to say, for yes, sure. yeah, yeah. And uh, let's. Uh, I'm going to turn it over to you. Let's get those numbers for the past two weeks so we can get caught up with math based wrestling, and then we're going to dig in in depth on this Sasha and Naomi situation. See, normally if you go one on one with another wrestler, you got a fifty fifty chance of winning. Keep it short this week. <laughs> I never know which one you're going to do. All right, so we're finally caught up. Stardom finally stopped making their people wrestle every day. Uh, So (laughs) we did it. Uh, (laughs) So last week, uh, we had 39 matches, 10 Stardom, 8 NXT, 6 WWE, 6 AEW, 5 Impact, 3 NWA, and 1 NXT UK for a total of 5 hours, 19 minutes, and 3 seconds. That's a lot, but that's still a drop of 20.2% from the week before, which is how crazy that week was. Um, Equally crazy, the match average, not crazy in and of itself, eight minutes, 11 seconds, not bad over what what we consider the average to be in the seven minute range. So that's pretty good. But it also dropped 20.2%. Both of them dropped 20.2%. As a mathematician, I love that stuff. That's crazy. You can't plan that. Uh, Almost impossible, but there it is. Uh, The shortest match last week, the return of Alexa Bliss defeating Sonya Deville in 40 seconds on Raw. She said, beat that dark, and they didn't. And the longest was from the May 7th stardom show, 
uh, it was uh, My Sakurai's Big Win that we talked about last week when it was Donna Domondo taking on Stars and uh, My Sakurai earning a tag title match for herself and Julia against uh, Hazuki and Kaguma. And that was 19 minutes, 31 seconds. All right, that was last week. This week, Tim, we had 29 matches, 12 stardom, 6 AEW, 4 WWE, 3 NWA, 3 NXT, 1 Impact, 1 NXT UK for a total of 4 hours, 19 minutes, and 9 seconds. It's a drop from the week I just talked about of 18.8%, but the match average went up. 8 minutes, 56 seconds, went up 7.9%. So, not bad. Shortest match, you know, as far as short matches of the week go, this wasn't bad. Marina Shafir defeating Lena Lennox on Dark in three minutes and seven seconds. I'm so used to the short matches being, you know, one minute, maybe two. That's about the longest, shortest match we've had, I think. That's true. That, That And that's improvement. That is improvement. It is. It is. The longest match was, again, Donna Del Mondo, this time taking on Cosmic Angels in an elimination, four and four elimination match uh, on May 15th. And that went 18 minutes and 28 seconds. Uh, ended with uh, my Sakurai, the last one standing. Getting, getting another pinfall. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. We're caught up. Do it again next week. Excellent. Yes. Yes. Uh, All right. Well, let's talk about the elephant in the room Uh, for those. And I'm sure most people listening, you're aware of this already. It's been everywhere since Monday. Uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi walked into John Laurinaitis's office, set down their tag team titles and walked out of raw. Um, A statement was released by WWE later. um, And that statement was, Wow. <laughs> Just crazy. As they said in Guardians of the Galaxy, what a bunch of a-holes. Yes. Yes. And it's it's oh, it's so crazy. So basically, for a little bit of as much information as has been gleaned by, you know, uh, sites and some of them pretty reliable. I'll, um, I'll tell you this. I'm listening to Sean Ross Sapp and nobody else. Yeah. He's proven okay, himself what- to me. Yeah. So what uh what has Sean what has his information been? Um specifically. He's reporting what he's hearing from his sources. And mm-hmm. that's that's how he's framing it. He's not saying this is absolutely what happened. He's saying this is what my sources are telling me and his sources are good. Um uh I I stayed up <laughs> I've had to get up at 6 every every morning this week, but I still stayed up until about 1 on Monday night following this story, including mm-hmm. watching his post raw show with uh, Denise Salcedo and um, he, he of course can't say who his sources are, but they're, they're good. He said they're not producers. Um, and uh, he, he, you know, if he said the name, everybody would know who it is. So, you know, it's somebody big. Um, so he has reported a number of things throughout the week, um, but he's report, he refuted some of the stuff in that statement that WWE put out. They, Sasha and Naomi, were not refusing to work with anybody and weren't concerned about working with anybody. From what he heard, they were confused about why they, as the tag team champions, were working this match for a shot at a singles championship. They were confused about why 
the tag team championships weren't being given their own story. They were confused about why Nikki A.S.H. and Dewdrop weren't doing their own thing. They were confused about why there were other wrestlers who could potentially be in a singles program weren't in the six-pack challenge. Um, And that's what was frustrating them. They wanted, again, according to what Sean Ross Sapp heard, um, they wanted to have a tag team title match at Hell in a Cell with Dewdrop and Nikki. Yes. And we're told no. Naomi was apparently supposed to win this match on Monday and then go on to lose to Bianca. Some people are saying that Sasha was also supposed to lose to Ronda at Hell in a Cell, but Sean Ross Sapp hasn't, he hasn't said anything about that one way or the other that I've heard. Um, He hasn't confirmed it, but he hasn't denied it. I, I haven't seen him mentioned at all. So I don't know. I don't know what there is about that. Or if, if he did, I overlooked it or forgot it or something. Um, so what it sounds like is that they were standing up for the whole division. Mm-hmm. Uh, they weren't fighting to be in the main event. They were saying we shouldn't be in these main events because we're the tag team champions. Other people should be in these main events. And they were fighting for the whole division, the tag division, the tag belts, the singles wrestlers. Um, and as Denise said on that post show, it, and, and it makes perfect sense to me, this is something that's been building because you don't just walk out when you get mad one night. Um, it, it's something they've been building. And, and Tim, I mean, we've talked about some of this stuff on the show and how it frustrates us. So you know if it's frustrating yeah. us. This, these are some of the very things we've been pointing out on this show. And if it's yes. frustrating us, you know it's frustrating them. And and just for, and again, I also agree, Sean Ross Sapp, probably the most trusted of the the sites that we frequent tends to have the best news reliable sources i can't think of a time spot on the money yeah i can't think of a time he's really whiffed yeah i haven't he's never been completely wrong on Mm -hmm. anything um and and again he's only as good as his sources information and the source may not always have the correct story and the correct details but he doesn't make stuff up yes he doesn't fabricate stuff And that's not to say these other sites are some, well, I mean, some might be, but uh, yeah. there are some other people out there that have their own sources. We think <laughs> they say, um, yeah, they say they do. Cause like other people were saying that, um, and to speak to why they were kind of upset and why it didn't make sense was that like Naomi was supposed to pin Sasha to win that six pack challenge. Which makes absolutely no sense. And then what Sean Ross Sapp had heard was different from that. He had heard that Sasha and Naomi weren't supposed to touch. And oh. Dewdrop and Nikki weren't supposed to touch. And that okay. Naomi was supposed to pin Nikki okay. to, to win the match. That's, that's what I his read sources that too. told him. Yeah. I just couldn't remember if that was Sean Ross that had it reported was. that or not. So, yeah. okay. It was, and I know um, because he's the only one I'm reading. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and... Yeah, it's just it it it's so crazy. And actually, um, yeah, and the thing about and I had heard the same thing that Sasha supposedly was supposed to end up being Rhonda's challenger. Yeah, which is like, know. what about the rest of your division on SmackDown? Like, wh- right, right. 
not i mean but sasha is technically a smackdown superstar right she's just the tag team champion but right why now. not but why not save her if they were going to do that why not save her when she's not a tag team champion and when ronda's had the belt long enough that it looks like sasha could win it yeah yeah doesn't make I, any sense it really doesn't and we're talking about i mean to be fair two of the top female stars in the entire division sasha banks arguably the best female wrestler currently active yeah uh i I, she's you ask me she's their top star if we're talking mainstream more people know who sasha banks is than anybody else in the wwe women's roster i think you can argue ronda uh, um, yeah, well, yeah, I guess it depends. I think Ronda is probably at. more well known, like globally, to the average person. Yeah, but Sasha would be number two, definitely. But I guess I wasn't thinking of Ronda's really being part because you know she'll be around for a year and then go away. Right. Yeah, but I mean, homegrown for... WWE stars—the ones that are yeah, going to be sticking around full time—it's it, Sasha. Yes. No, yeah. I I fully agree there, and and I'm pulling up the um i want to read the statement verbatim that wwe put out about this incident so that we have it exact um because it is a doozy (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's the best way i can say about this might take me a second if you want to uh well and, and booker booker t actually uh mentioned today that he wants to hear from sasha and naomi because we're only hearing one side of this uh, they true. they haven't they haven't spoken they haven't said anything um and people are starting fake stuff like there there was one f- totally fake story that said that they'd been pulled from house shows and i the, the number of stupid things about that the uh, first of all they're not going to be on house shows they're not going to be on any show unless this is resolved uh sasha's husband himself retweeted that and and called it bs uh, he didn't abbreviate um, what that was. That was someone who was just smart enough to realize that they're not going to be on any shows, but not smart enough to realize that everybody else realizes that trying to pretend that they have a story. Yeah. That they don't trying to uh, get those clicks, get that click. Right. Back. Of course, they're not going to be on house shows, but it's because they're, they're mad. <laughs> they're not yeah, going to be on any what? show. Yeah, I'm taking a stand. I'm not doing TV, but I'll still be on the road. Right. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. No. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we're going to see them for a while. I hope I'm wrong. Believe me. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we won't see them for a while. Uh, And I mean, this could go a dozen ways. Who knows how this is going to turn out? But you you have the statement. You want to read it? I got it right here. So here's the official statement that WWE put out on Monday. I mean, during Raw. During Raw. Um, and it goes as is when Sasha Banks and Naomi arrived at the arena this afternoon, they were informed of their participation in the main event of tonight's Monday night raw during the broadcast. They walked into WWE head of talent relations, John Laurinaitis's office with their suitcases in hand, placed their tag team championship belts on his desk and walked out. 
They claimed they weren't respected enough as tag team champions. And even though they had eight hours to rehearse and construct their match, they claimed they were uncomfortable in the ring with two of their opponents, even though they'd had matches with all of those with those individuals in the past with no consequence. Monday Night Raw is a scripted live TV show whose characters are expected to perform the requirements of their contract. We regret we were unable to deliver as advertised tonight's main event. Lots, so, lots, lot, lots of problems. There. There's lots to break down here. Um, so, yeah, again, we call back to the thing about them saying they're uncomfortable in the ring with two of their opponents. I, I don't buy that for one second. No, Sasha and Asuka have had some of the greatest matches of the last few years. Sasha and Becky have had some of the greatest matches of the last few years. Um, Naomi hasn't had any. I, I can't recall Sasha working with Nikki or Dewdrop. I don't think she has. And I haven't. And we've not heard any other stories of people, you know, concerned about Mm-mm. Nikki in the ring or Dewdrop in the ring. No. And they've been around long enough to where we would have, mm-hmm. I feel. Mm-hmm. I think so. Um, so I think that's WWE putting their spin on it. I think so too. Deflecting that, you know. And trying to cause because- trouble. They, they pointed this out too. Sean Ossap and Denise pointed that out. That, it, that That's like pitting their own talents against each other. Like, why would you ever put that in a public statement? And, and another thing, and I want to I want to say this too. It kind of speaks to this because they even Corey Graves even references and talks about this during Monday Night Raw. Yeah, which he has gotten a lot of heat for. But I want to remind everyone, he's got somebody in his ear telling him yeah. what to say. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, we all heard him say it. Uh, whatever. I, I, I'm not mad at Corey at all. I'm not no. even thinking about Corey. Corey has nothing to do with he, any of this. And it's just a, you know, he's doing what he's told as his job. And, mm-hmm. But a lot of people are giving him crap for it. And it's like they shouldn't. It's not his fault. No, no, no. Leave Corey alone. He has nothing to do with this. He is doing what he has been told to do. Yeah. Um, much like uh, Shivani during the Monday Night Wars talking mm-hmm. about Mick Foley putting butts in seats. Right. He didn't come up with that line. He was instructed to say that line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Yeah it's this is i mean it's just so boggling and like the thing that sticks out to me because when we were chatting back and forth did you you sent me the story and i was like holy crap because i had no idea um because i hadn't been on the internet really (laughs) because of work and all this other stuff and it's just like man but they say you know monday night raw scripted live tv shows characters are expected to perform the requirements of their contract there's that side of it to a lot of people because some stories and again we don't know what's accurate what's not these are coming from multiple different places and it could be you know i caught a fish this big scenario where it's being blown way out of proportion what somebody may have said if they actually said anything is that you know some people are not really taking the side of the workers here um now we know that cardona I guess tweeted something that was uh, kind of disparaging, but CM Punk always an awesome dude said, uh, you know, when when you fake walk out, (laughs) you should always, uh, you know, side. If you, if you're going to side with the workers, when you fake walk out, you should be siding with the workers when you really, when they really do. It's like, 
or something to that effect. But he he, he was standing up for Sasha and Naomi. Yeah, I, I um, and you know I didn't take offense at Card. I, I felt that was just an in character tweet. I, like I, I didn't. I mean, I think he's working. He's working. Yeah, you know? I didn't read anything into it. Yeah, no, I think he's just working. You know, he's he's doing. He's being his character. That's all it is. But yeah. I appreciate CM Punk, mm-hmm. you know, replying like that. He's like, no, you should need to stand it. Because, I mean, CM Punk is not the, you know, he didn't. Well, yeah, I mean, technically he did walk out. He did. He, yeah, <laughs> he absolutely yes. did. He is, you know, he was one of the ones that really got loud, you know, um, I guess, I don't know, most recently, but in the past 10 years, he was the guy that really was, you know, the big name that was like, I'm done. Yeah, and just he walked out the, the night he walked out on Raw the night after the Royal Rumble, the Royal Rumble yeah. that I went to. Yeah. That's right, because he because he was working hurt, and they changed plans on the fly on him with Kane and all this stuff in the elimination. It's a whole big thing, but and, um, and oh, 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 yeah, they have a contract, and technically, what WWE said there that you know they are supposed to fulfill the contract. Yes, that's true, technically. Um, but look, if they're people, right, we, we need to remember that they're, they're people, they're real people. And if you're mad that they're not prioritizing their own emotional and mental, or they are prioritizing their own emotional and mental health over a contract, then I have to assume you have very little work experience because I think we've all been in a situation where we really, really wanted to tell a boss that we can't take it anymore. And that we're, and we, most people are not in a financial situation to be able to do that and to be able to take that sort of stand. And that is usually the only thing that keeps normal everyday people from doing this. Um, if, if you've never been in that situation, then either you have little work experience or you've had some amazing jobs and only amazing jobs. And I envy you uh, good for you. Most people can't say that. So yeah, it's a violation of the contract, but if, if that's more important to you, than the emotional and mental health of two people that have busted their asses to entertain you for years, then I suggest you have some work to do. And I agree. And I side with the workers completely. I do want to give you the counter argument that I've been reading to this. Uh, and in this situation, it it is slightly different because... Now, your mental health is mental health. If you if it's something affecting your mental health, obviously, do what you need to do if you can to get yourself better. What makes you feel better? Purely from the job standpoint, if an actor on a movie that was you know or a TV show that was contracted to do something, I am contracted to play this character for this season, a year, whatever however long my contract is, and I'm getting paid this much money. Do you think the actor has a right to sit there and say, I don't like the portrayal of my character of the show that I have nothing to do writing wise with. So they do it all the time about it. Edward Norton Mm -hmm. walked away from Marvel. That's why, that's why Mark Ruffalo is playing Bruce Banner. 
because he wanted to take more control of the character. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 ha- it happens all the time. And I mean, that's a that's a choice. That's a personal choice. And and so, I mean, do they have the right? Yeah. I mean, they Me? have the right to yeah. do it. But I'm saying what, what I mean is. Um, is that is that because the studio is evil? Because they've oh. written this character for them to play, and then they don't like it. That that's what I'm saying. Is I mean, well, I, I, I I'm not trying to make WWE innocent here because we all know that we've talked about the problems they have. I side completely with Sasha and Naomi. The women's division has been handled atrociously. Yeah, I'm just giving the arguments I've seen online. Well, I the counter argument. Well, also when you sign up for a movie or a TV show, you know what you're signing up for. Like WWE changes before Raw goes on the air. Yeah. And, you know, they, Sasha, from, from what I understand, Sasha and Naomi were told that there would be a renewed focus on the tag team championships when they won them at WrestleMania. And then there wasn't. And that that's the difference. Like when you, when you sign up to be in a movie, you've got a script and yeah, there can be changes, but it's not going to be anything drastic because if you change it drastically, then it's going to cost millions and millions of dollars and they're not going to do that. So you're a script, you read it and that's why you accept the role because right. you, you, you've read it. It's pretty rigid, a little fluid, but pretty rigid. Uh, WWE is not like that. True. This is very true. Um, I mean, we, how many and stories have we careers. heard in the past year? Yeah. And and it affects careers. Those changes affect careers, sometimes positively, but often negatively. And I think them standing up for that and having the guts to do it and doing it on behalf of people besides them is, is, pretty, uh, is pretty commendable. And by the way, can, uh, <laughs> Cameron, did you see Cameron and what she was saying? No, I did not. Cameron said that she thought Naomi was manipulated into, into walking out. She didn't say Sasha's name, but I mean, who else would she have been talking about? And people are talking about how insulting that is to Sasha, and it is. But I think it's at least as insulting to Naomi, if not more. As if to say Naomi is not her own person and can't make her own decisions. And that she's so weak-minded that someone can just talk her into doing something. I think that's an insult to Naomi. Yeah, I agree. I think that's that's someone being very one-sided and suspicious in a way that isn't logical. Yeah. <laughs> Just like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, now, the thing that scares me in all of this as far as what's going to happen now, that's the big speculation is, is yeah, where are we no, going? There's no here. way to know. Yeah. And what scares me about this is the other thing that's mentioned in this official statement. We regret we were unable to deliver as advertised. Now, again, card is always subject to change. But with television specifically, a lot of times when you go to sell ad space to sponsors for commercials, a lot of that it can be based on what you say. You want to spend money on this Monday because we have this huge main event because we have someone planned to be there or something like that. You know, that's that's how it loosely works. The thing is, they didn't advertise this match to Raw already started. Yes, that's the, that's the big thing. 
um, because of, again, we've heard all year how they don't know what's going on on Raw until they get to yeah. the building sometimes. Yeah, it's- and how many times have they changed a main event? Or, mm-hmm. I mean, so many, so many. And other people are also pointing out uh, that the statement, like, why, why them? Uh, why was there not a statement on the lack of professionalism by Charlotte when she was misbehaving during her segment with Becky? Um, they've never put out a statement like this. Why, why this time? Actually, now, and a statement like this in this form, no. But they, we have had this type of precedence before in an incident with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Right. Very famous. And Vince addressed it live on air. Yeah. <laughs> so they did, he did respond immediately. So that's the only thing I can even think that's been close to this kind of response. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, and by the way, folks, this is not a work. Can people stop? saying yeah it's not, it's not a word <laughs> Jeez, people can you not tell the difference as soon as they mention that it's a scripted product that's it it's not a work done yeah now that doesn't mean that if they get things settled between the parties and come to some kind of amicable agreement to where they can work to get again that they won't use it right as a story turn it into a work yeah quotation yeah. marks turn it into but a right story. now no yeah. this is real life yeah yeah this is this is 100 real um yeah because you got to think i mean naomi and sasha i want to say sasha last year or the year before re-signed a new contract i, I think it's a few years ago she signed an extension uh, for how long uh, i have no idea yeah i don't know how long but yeah uh, Again, she's one of, if not the top female star, uh, I would say, you know, skill-wise, all around in the ring, she, I would put her at the top. Yeah. You ask me, uh, she's the best wrestler in the world. Done. You know, I know. You, yeah, I know your period. opinion. <laughs> yes. You're biased. <laughs> no, I'm not biased. She earned that opinion from oh, me yeah. through her work. It's not just because I like her hair, right? Yeah. She earned it through her work. So right. it's not a bias at all. It's 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 from a critical eye. That's where she earned that from me. Um, and I, another tweet I saw, which I retweeted, um, is that Sasha Banks is the most disrespected wrestler of this generation. And that is 100% true. Disrespected by fans, not all fans, but some, many, disrespected by the place that she works. Because she should be the Roman reigns of the women's division. And Agreed. she's not. Yeah. And actually, because uh, I like, I listen to what culture, I love those guys over there with their uh, news updates. And I trust a lot of this, stuff, even though they report sometimes for, but they also preface it, but they get some stuff from, you know, Meltzer and stuff like that. But one of the guys, Andy Murray, who is a fan of stardom um, and who has agreed with a lot of the stuff that we have said here yeah. on the show, just the tennis player things. Huh? The tennis player. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> he wishes. Um, but he said the same thing. He's like, I think Sasha Banks should be held in the same regard as Roman Reigns. Yeah. She's that good. Yeah. She should be herald- heralded as that type of level persona. In I think I saw that. I think I saw. I did see that tweet. And then I followed him after that yes. tweet. 
Yeah. He's on. He, he's awesome. Yeah. He watches. He watches more wrestling than we do. <laughs> yeah. He probably does Crazy. little else. Yes, I don't think it. Well, it's his job. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I wish it was our job, but we haven't yeah. got there yet. Not yet. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's so crazy. I, I love some of the speculation. I said somebody was like, "What if uh, Sasha and Naomi, or one of them, is the Joker yeah, on Dynamite?" Not <laughs> like, possible. Not gonna happen. No. Um, no, not possible. As much I saw as some Tony... joking tweets about that. I didn't yeah. see anybody seriously saying that. Well, there was a, a creator I follow uh, on TikTok, and she was earnestly asking. She's like, I don't know if this could even legally happen. She doesn't really understand a lot of that side of the business contract-wise. Mm-hmm. She's like, so I don't know, you know, if it's even possible. Do you think it could? And there were people that, you know, were some were doing it in kind and other people being very unkind about it, you know. Oh, you're stupid. Why do you think this? It's like she was asking, and now we've educated you. Do it nicely. Don't be a mm-hmm. dick. <laughs> um, but talk about the world being turned upside down if that was even remotely a possibility. Yeah. Oh, Although, it, I'll tell you yeah, what. It would have been. Would have been. Yeah. I, I will say I marked out for uh, Makito. But... Yeah. Same. Same. <laughs> Loved it. But yeah, this is just, this is one of the craziest stories. And it seems like since the beginning of the year, we've had quite a few just crazy things that have happened Yeah, with wrestling in general. And it just gets progressively. And I I feel like we should mention it. I don't necessarily think it's related, but it was kind of weird that this past weekend, Sasha went on that unfollow spree on Twitter and she unfollowed everybody, but like six people. Including Naomi, she kept Naomi, she kept Bailey, she unfollowed her husband. Uh, she unfollowed WWE, she unfollowed Vince, she unfollowed everybody but six people, which was weird. And I, I mean, I'm again, I'm not saying it's related because I don't, I can't make a connection between the two events. Could um, have zero to do with the other, but it is yeah. odd. It is odd. Yeah. Um, yeah, but other people are mentioning it and, and trying to tie it together. And I understand the desire to do that, but I'm just having trouble making that work in my head, finding a connection there, just based on who she's still following and who she unfollowed, like her husband. Um, I don't see how that would. Her husband does work for WWE, but so does Bailey and Naomi. So I can't find. There's no pattern there at least to tie it to this to this displeasure yeah. that she has with WWE right now. I, I can't figure that out. So I just people are talking about it, so I thought I'd I'd mention it. But yeah. If yeah. anybody can tie that together in a way that makes sense, please let me know because I'm yeah. yeah, I can't do it. And like I said, there has been a lot of it's and everybody's kind of as always the internet is two sides. You got the people that are supporting then what happened? And then you've got the ones that are being not so supportive. Um, and most of these are the ones that are pointing, saying Sasha is the to blame or the ringleader. Uh, what do you what do you think about the people, especially draw correlation to the fact that this isn't the first time that she will, has walked out after apparently being unhappy? Uh, well, you know, sometimes we just have to take things uh, based on what we know about them. And, yeah. you know, when she 
left after WrestleMania a couple of years ago, that was a mental health thing. Yeah. Um, and, and not as much from what we have been told and from what we know, and that's all we have to go on. We can't just speculate and, and say that's fact. Like so many people right. do, we can't just throw something out that we want to be true and proceed as though it is. What we know is that she left a couple of years ago for mental health reasons um, because she saw herself more as Sasha than as Mercedes. And I can understand that. Uh, I mean, I've had moments where I'm like, like, who am I? Like, why am I even here? Um, What is my, what is my goal every day when I get up? Like, what am I accomplishing? So I can understand where if you spend most of your time playing a fictional character, not just when you're on the TV show, but when you're not, when you're out in the real world and people are still calling you that, and it's not your name. Sasha's not her name, but that's what everybody, almost everybody knows her as. I can see where that could get overwhelming. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially, I mean, and you got to remember, you know, she's being Sasha Banks 52 weeks out of the year. Yeah. It's uh, almost everywhere she goes. Yeah. It's not quite 365 because there, you know, she has days where she's not doing anything. Right. But for but the still, most part, only if she stays eye, home, she's always yeah. Sasha. Yeah. Only if she stays home with friends and family is she not Sasha. If she goes shopping on a day off, guess what? She's she's Sasha Banks again. So somebody's gonna recognize her and probably talk to her. Right. Or try to get an autograph, you know, whatever, try to interact right. with her. Yeah. Um now what we still but, don't know, we still don't know what happened last summer when she left yeah remember i was front row at that house show and she was there and was supposed to wrestle bianca and that match was pulled and we didn't see her again for for several months we never heard that story yeah we suspected injury but then they usually say someone's injured there's there's news of that but none of that came out so it was weird because bianca was off for a little bit too not a long time but like a couple weeks or so bianca was missing too and so it was a very strange situation we still don't know what that story was um but i mean if if it's happened more than once then so be it it's it's who she is right it's it's her and i still don't think that it's happening for the same reasons but I find people are looking for justification to vilify her. Whereas when someone else stands up for, first of all, people say all the time that people need to stand up for the, the crappy booking and, and yeah. whatever else they don't like. And then when they do, they get attacked for it. Um, yeah, it, 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 there's a lot of hypocrisy going on that I see. Yeah, because I mean, these these are the same people, you know, if you really, and as a fan, and I say this as a fan, if you want to take a stand, if you want to send a message, you know, you need to put your voice out there or turn off your TV. Because I guarantee if you want WWE to listen, take away their revenue. Yeah. If those ratings tank, <laughs> that's going to send a message. Um, I still keep up with it because we talk about it on the show, but I, I'm i getting sour on WWE because of this kind of stuff, the stuff that they do. 
Um, there's, you know, there's a few things that entertain me, but I'll be very, very honest. A lot of the guy stuff, I fast forward through. Mm, yeah, I don't even watch it all unless it's like I'm watching the Cody stuff because I'm I like Cody. I like what they've been doing with him, and you know, a few little things other than that. But mostly, I'll watch the women, and that's it. Yeah, I, I, I and this isn't to start an AEW versus WWE thing. I have been enjoying the AEW product as a whole way more than the WWE in the past couple months. Okay. I can't say that, but I, I understand where you're coming from. Um, yeah. It's just, yeah, there, there are, there are ways to, to make your voice heard. You can make signs that they'll take away. That's one way to do it. Um, but yeah, attacking the talent is not a way to do it. No. Don't do that. No. Um, just stop. Stop. Believe me. Yeah. You know, we just had this discussion a couple, two or three weeks ago. People were attacking me online and it sucks. They're, they're real people. They are real people. And I mean, since then I've been, I've seen some stupid stuff. People saying just stupid stuff online. And I've been tempted to respond. And then I just thought about those responses that I was getting and those messages I was getting. And even though I wasn't being an a-hole when I was getting those and these people were, I just thought, I, I don't want to add that feeling to their life. Yeah. And so I just, I, I didn't, I didn't respond. Now it's, you know, if somebody's being, you know, a real, like a, a racist or a sexist or something like that, then, you know, they, they have it coming, but just like saying something stupid because, you know, ignorance or whatever, don't even, don't even do it. Stupidity is annoying, but you know, it doesn't make them a bad person. So there's no reason to hurt them for it. And Sasha and Naomi are not bad people. They're doing what they think is right. And that's all any of us can do. That's all any of us can do. And not everything is black and white. Things are complicated. There are complex situations. And this is a complex situation with different perspectives, none of which are completely invalid. And so you've got to keep that in mind that you don't have to have a hot take, right? You don't have to stomp your feet and firmly plant them in the ground and say, this is my take. Listen to me. This is the only way it is because it's not, it's not the only way it is. There's a lot going on. I'm absolutely with Sasha and Naomi. Um, but you know, Vince is a person too, and he's doing what he thinks is right. I think he's probably wrong, but he's not doing it to be a jerk. Uh, nobody is trying to be a jerk in this situation it's just unfortunate and i want sasha and naomi back on my tv as soon as possible i agree uh and like i say hopefully we will get them back on our tvs i would like to see the resolution be with wwe i'd like for this to lead to positive change yes yes for the women's division and the tag team division yeah um because sasha and naomi since wrestlemania have worked very hard yeah to i mean to make that important, but through no fault of their own, because they don't control the booking. Yeah. Um, it's been a, an uphill battle yeah. the whole way. No pay-per-view matches, random tag title defenses with a handful of singles matches to lead up to them. It's just rinse and repeat. It's the same thing with no real thought being given to what's going on in that division. Yeah, and it, and don't tell me they're not capable of 
of of putting the shine on this because let's i mean look at the men's tag team divisions two years ago to now Mm -hmm. they matter yeah they've made them matter yeah and all it took was the right booking well the there was one time that the women's tag titles mattered and that was the golden role models sasha and bailey Mm -hmm. they mattered when they being the tag championships mattered when sasha and bailey were the champions that was really the only time um so they can get there and i think that's part of sasha's frustration let's not forget sasha bailey's first reign it was nothing and you know that's weighing on sasha's mind you know she remembers that and it's almost like going back to an ex right an ex that hurt you and you want to give them another chance, but you go back and you're just waiting for them to do the same thing again. And I, I promise you, that's kind of how it was for her. She, she's like, all right, I'm back with these tag titles again. Let's see if they do what they did the first time. And that's what they've been doing. And so she reacted. And Naomi reacted as an individual who can think for herself. That doesn't mean that her and Sasha didn't talk because obviously they, of course they presented a unified front. Right. Um, they didn't say that one of them walked in and laid down a belt. No, <laughs> if Naomi did. didn't want to do it, she wouldn't have done it. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's like, remember, Naomi is married to one of the top stars on SmackDown in mm-hmm. Jimmy Uso, right? It's Jimmy. Jimmy's or Jay. Uh, yes. Jimmy's. Yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Jimmy. Uh, no, Jimmy. Uh, but God, what a marriage that would have been on TV. Oh, um, man. But so and that's and that's another thing. And you and that's another way you know it's real. If this was any kind of work, th- you know they wouldn't be because I would say they're probably trying to prevent J- Jimmy from saying anything about it like oh yeah i'm sure he's been given directives it's like probably by naomi. i wouldn't put your opinion out there <laughs> yeah naomi's the one telling him to shut up probably well that's true too he's probably yeah. getting it from both sides <laughs> yeah don't jeopardize um, yourself is what she's probably telling him yeah yeah it's like you know don't do anything to put yourself in jeopardy it's just yeah you're there do your job do your job this is my thing and we're gonna see what happens yeah um but yeah, this is just crazy. And Sasha has talked before. It's been a while about how when she first got to the main roster, like other other women on the roster were like throwing her things in the shower, like her belongings and stuff like that. And it was Naomi and Tamina who backed her up and who stood up for her. And so they're good friends. They've been friends for a long time. Um, team bad, baby. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, and Sasha would not... I don't think, I mean, I don't know her personally. I've met her a couple of times, but that doesn't mean I know her. I don't know her, but I would have to think that Sasha would not try to manipulate Naomi into doing something that would potentially jeopardize her, her future in the business. Naomi did it because she believed in it, period. Believe so. Yeah, I believe so. I, uh, we could probably continue to speculate and talk about this yeah. for hours I, I, um, I, I will say the only way i would be completely happy if sasha and naomi parted ways with wwe is if sasha showed up in stardom 
<laughs> can you imagine? The only downside to that wow. for me is that I wouldn't really be able to see her live. Yeah. Yeah. You that still would get be, to see her. Still get to see her. And the the matches she would have in Stardom Man, world, the world breaker. That's what she'd be known as, the world breaker, Sasha Banks. Those matches with Momo and with Julia and with Tom. I can't even imagine what that would be like. I'm, I don't expect it to happen. But you know. I'm hyped for what? Natsupoy versus Tom? I'm hyped for that. That yeah. got set up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, man. But I don't expect that to happen. I, I hope that Sasha and Naomi come back, like you said, to, to positive change for for the women. That's that's my biggest hope. And the and just and to say if resolutions can't be made, if they end up leaving the WWE, the good thing is is that there is plenty of other places to land. And yeah. for them to be successful. Oh, Sasha especially doesn't need WWE. She could she she could have called Hollywood when we started recording this show and had a role by now. Yes. I mean, and and who knows? She might have some other stuff in the world yeah. that we don't know about. Yeah. I thought she was fantastic on The Mandalorian. She got a huge response yeah. for her 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 roles on that so yeah and she's showing up in other places like people want her she did that thing with uh um um kevin hart uh yeah. when they were in the mm-hmm. the the ice water or whatever that was um yeah, yeah he's, so okay, he's had several wrestlers on there now yeah uh, so the bellas i think charlotte was on there yeah now sasha and then some male wrestlers as well <laughs> yeah and, you know, anytime they're promoting something, Sasha's right there in the promotional material. Like, they know that she's a star. They just don't treat her like it. And I don't blame her for being upset. But the thing is, that's not even what she was walking out about. She was walking about walking out about how other people were being treated and, and how the titles were being treated. She was fighting to be in the mid-card instead of the main event. Think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were... Because it was like, it doesn't make sense for... Because, I mean, again, you said there's plenty. Tamina is still a singles wrestler. Dana Brooke, still a singles wrestler. There's no reason she couldn't challenge for yeah. another title. Where was Zelina? Zelina wasn't even on the show. Yeah, Z- we haven't seen Zelina in a couple weeks, actually. Yeah, Carmella's out there. Like Carmella. Um, Alexa's yeah, back. Just, Alexa Sonya. is back. Sonya Deville. I mean, now Lacey Evans. Yep. There is a, a wealth, and, and let's talk about it. You could call up five or six people from NXT. Well, mm-hmm. you could have before you let go of some of the ones that could have filled these roles yeah. that you need. Dakota Kai. Uh, yep, you know? yep, yep, now, granted, yep. she had already said she wasn't signing. Right. But still, yeah, you can always change her mind. Months if left you... on her contract. You could have used it. And then if you used her right, could have changed her mind. Yeah. It's, uh, hmm. yeah. But yeah. But yeah, hopefully a good resolution will come from this and it will lead to positive change. That is yeah. the, what I have my fingers crossed for, what we're hoping for. I mean, Sasha's um, my favorite wrestler today. She's my second favorite wrestler of all time. I don't like anything that takes her um, off my TV at all. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty upset about this, but I want what's best for her and I want her to be happy. And if she's not happy working there, then you know I wouldn't, I wouldn't force that on her um, yeah. for, for my own entertainment. Um, I still got live. I want them to do what's best for them. Yep. 
their livelihoods, their families, yeah, and their mental health. Yeah. Take and emotional health. Do it. Yeah. Emotional health, yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Just a crazy, crazy news cycle this week. Uh, and that was pretty much with that. Um, other great stuff to talk about, but again, we're not going to make this a super long episode. Yeah. Uh, we will be back next week with more. We're gonna have our May Young give my hand awards here in just a second. But yeah, uh, again, because of again, life coming up with us and schedules, we had to uh make some adjustments to the show. Uh, and we knew we'd be talking about this at length anyway. <laughs> yep. So but yeah, let's get to May Young. Let's talk about some stuff that we liked this week. Uh, that isn't related to this news story. Uh, May. Thank you so much. Thank you, May. Uh, so what was your favorite match this week? Uh, it's actually going to be the one that I mentioned earlier as being the longest match of the week, that elimination match with Cosmic yeah. Angels and, and uh, Donna Domondo. That was a lot of fun. That was good stuff. And it was unpredictable in the way that it played out because it, it came down to the least tenured people on each team. It came down to my Sakurai and Wakaskiyama, who's still trying to claw for that first victory and can't quite get it. You're like, is this going to be it? Is this going to be it? Nope, not it. My Sakurai gets it. Um, but it was a, a fun 18 and a half minutes for sure. I was thoroughly entertained. Yes. Uh, for me, I have to give it to the match that replaced this rumored six pack challenge. I really enjoyed Asuka and Becky. Yeah, it was good. And I got to, I got to see the green mist again. I thought yeah. that was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I good use. huge for that. Yeah. Good use of it too. Yeah. And nice to see um, Becky taking a pin. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I remember people they're playing characters, yeah. you know, Becky knows how to do her job. She'll take a pin if it makes sense. You know, she's not throwing yeah. ego out there. We just didn't see it for so long. So I'm, I'm yeah. glad to see that they're willing to do that. Yes. With yes. Becky. As a heel, it doesn't matter. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, what should have, like, I don't even know why we did the six-pack challenge in the first place. It should have been a triple threat between Oscar, Becky, and Bianca at yeah. the pay-per-view anyway. And yeah. let Becky eat the pin again. Right. Because it doesn't hurt her. They might squeeze her in there. They might find a way to squeeze her in there. I don't know. We'll see. They may do it now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. What what was your, uh, who's your favorite performer this week? Uh, I am giving it to Utami Hayashishita, who won leadership of Queen's Quest this week in the uh, five-way match with all the members of Queen's Quest. Mm -hmm. Um, I was afraid that they were going to give it to Saya, Saya Kamatani because she's a white belt champion. That whole match, I was sitting there thinking, it, it needs to be Utami. Like, she's not even my favorite one in Queen's Quest. Azumi's my favorite one in Queen's Quest. But I was still sitting there like, it needs to be Utami. If it's anybody but Utami, it's a slap to her. It's a slap to her face. And thankfully, it, it was Utami. Quite the way to determine who's going to lead your group, though, right? Yeah. Well, it's funny because I I tried to catch up on as much as I could in the very limited time I've had this week. So, like, I got to see the match with with my picking up the win, the elimination match. Um, I did get to see uh, – well, I, I didn't get to watch that – what do they call it? The 
like a presidential election match. Yeah, that was it. That was it. Yeah, the, that is yeah, what it is. The general and election, I, tried, I think, is what they called it. General election. Yeah. That's what mm-hmm. it was. Because I remember reading that and I was like, "What does that mean?" Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> like, I, I didn't understand. have a <laughs> Momo left in December. Um, by the way, do you know who the founding members of Queen's Quest were? No. Three names. Ready for this? Listen to okay. these three names. Momo, Watanabe, mm-hmm. Hazuki, okay. Yoshirai were the three founding members of Queen's Quest. So Momo walked out in December, not only as the leader of Queen's Quest, but as the a last- founder <laughs> of Queen's Quest. Wait, Hazuki. Um, is, Suzu- no, is Suzuki still in Queen's Quest? Hazuki's in Stars. Well, that's right, Stars. Yeah, so yeah. No one in Queen's Quest started. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, since December, there's been no leader. And so yeah. So <laughs> we're 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 such a great team. We'll fight to determine who's going to lead us. <laughs> yeah. Although, I mean, you know, I can't say much. That's how we determined who was going to lead our human resources committee at work. Awesome. Yeah. Cage match. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I used a chair on all of them to try to get disqualified because I didn't want to do it. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I got disqualified and I didn't do it. And I was hoping that would get me out of serving on the committee altogether. But then they were like, no, we know it was just the spirit of competition. And I was like, okay, but I hit you with chairs. So I'm an a-hole. And they're like, no, we know you didn't mean it. And I said, okay, fine. You're an a-hole. And they were like, no, we know that you're just mad because you didn't win the match. And I said, no, I didn't want to win the match. And they said, see you on Thursday. That's how it works in real world. It really is. is. Uh, For me, uh, with the limited stuff I've been able to take in this week, I am actually going to give it to the newest member. It's canon. It's official. Bullet Club welcomes Liv yeah. Morgan. I thought about that. I fold. thought about it. Yep, yep, yep. So exciting. So exciting. I, I think I, that is awesome. Monday was such a night for me. Like uh, so many mixed emotions for me on Monday night with all this going on with Sasha. But then Liv is like getting this huge moment. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm happy for Liv. Happy for her. I thought that was awesome. I, I again popped huge for that. Thought yeah. that was great. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so, uh, moment. Of the week uh, that that I'm going to give to to live. I mean, you kind of beat me to it, but yeah, live joining oh. the Bullet Club. Number two would have been Maki Ito showing up. I still don't know why she doesn't have a contract. Maybe she will now. We'll see. Yeah, uh, but but live joining the Bullet Club. Yeah, or whatever they're going to call it if they call it anything. Um, I just hope it's something that isn't set up just to put over the Judgment Day, and then it goes away. Yes. I want this to be something with teeth. Let let this few let this you know last till SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. You can easily, if well, you should easily be able to do this. <laughs> now, whether they will or not, I don't yeah. know. Right. Um, but uh, for me, it is my favorite moment, Maki Ito, but specifically when she at first, because her, her and uh, Britt Baker used to be tag team partners. Right. So she goes in and she lays down. Yeah. Britt goes to cover and she rolls her up real quick and then yeah. flips her off afterwards. I yeah. Was like, yes. yes. Yeah. She's she's so great. fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. 
Yeah. I, I, I wanted her to win so bad. Even I did I too. It was not going to happen. Yeah. Because they want yeah. that Tony Storm Britt Baker match. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. just, I'm happy Maki Ito is back on TV where I can see her again. So, yeah. She's fun. Yeah. She is. Uh, assuming she is. And assuming it just a one off. Yeah. Hopefully not a one-off. Um, although the com- commenters are saying that, I mean, she literally wrestled a match, then hopped immediately on a plane mm-hmm. to make it to Dynamite. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, but yeah, and that's they, our and show. They didn't this- cancel her match on her like they did Hikaru Shida. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I actually, once this I saw on Twitter, uh, Tom and and oh. uh, and Kyrie. Kyrie is coming back and we'll talk about it next week because she's coming back for next yeah. weekend's pay-per-view. But yeah, Kyrie is uh, coming back from injury. I still, I still suspect she has a Lesnar type contract. Um, yeah. But she's coming back and teaming up with Tom Nakano to take on uh, Utami Hayashishita and uh, Miyu Amasaki at the pay-per-view. That's going to be awesome. Can't but wait. That, I mean, Kyrie and Tom together, like, yeah, sign me up. I'm there. I mean, I'm not literally 100%. here. I'll be here, but yeah, well, I'll be watching. Yeah. Oh, yes. The world should be watching. Yes, won't absolutely. Be, should be. They should be. But yeah, that's yep. our show. We're going to wrap things up. Yeah. Um, can you imagine if we'd done that sleep? and the regular show? <laughs> How long oh would this God. show have been? Yeah, we oh can't my. do it. The first four-hour show. <laughs> right, yeah. We're going to WrestleMania links here. Right, yeah. <laughs> Two-part show. Two-part show. <laughs> yeah. But you guys have a great weekend. Let us know what you thought about what's going on. If you got an opinion, we'd love to hear it. Um, might even Maybe. mention it on the show. But you know, <laughs> I don't know if I'd love to hear it. I'm I'm too personally involved in this. My <laughs> my emotions are all wrapped up. Send them to Tim. Send them to me because I would love to torture Stephen with them live on the show. <laughs> 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 you can reach out at poswrestlecast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at plus WrestleCast. That's P-L-U-S WrestleCast. Find me at Timothy K. Steven at Bizarro Doom. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for the Positively Wrestling Podcast. Uh, as soon as I have more time, I'll have more videos on TikTok. Uh, and maybe, hopefully, when things die down, we'll be coming soon to YouTube. And you might actually have to look at our ugly mugs. It may happen. They already have to look at yours. Yeah, well, well, at least they don't have to look aside of mine. <laughs> That'll change for YouTube, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you guys have a great weekend. We will talk to you next week. Steven, take us out, my friend. Matane.